Hi, this is Nayetta. Hi, this is Dre. And welcome to The The Help Help Show. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for tuning in for our seventh episode in our March 4th part series, Make That Change, Money Matters. Does it matter how much money you have? Did you know according to the censusbureau.gov, median household income in the United States was 42148 in the year 2000. The value equaled the value for 1999, the highest level ever recorded in the current population survey in real terms. Hispanic and black households hit a new all-time highs in the median income of 33447 and 30439 respectively. The median household income for white non-Hispanic was 45,904 and Asian and Pacific Islander was 55,521. Households equal their highest levels ever recorded in 1999. So hey guys, so we have our co-host, our guest co-host, Dre. Um, I want everybody to welcome Dre. Hey Dre. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm going to give the floor to Dre so she can, you know, let let our listeners know a little bit about her, where she's from. Um, and I want to say the Help Show is really happy to have you. Well, so, thanks, Dre. Well, my name is Dre. I'm from Louisiana. I have five kids. I've been married for 29 years. I work for 3PL right now, which is basically a distribution, but I've done an array of jobs in the past 20 years since I've gotten out of college. Actually, it was 30 years. Here and there, so let's start talking about some. <laughs> get some money. Okay. Yeah, it's how to get some more money in our pockets. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So basically, what we have decided since we, the first um, in January, we talked about stages of changes, and then in February, which is right now, when we're ending out February, we talked about um, sex is it love or lust. So, what goes better with sex, love, and lust? Money. <laughs> so, what. <laughs> What? <laughs> so, basically, um, I, which, you know, and I listen to my, the listeners as well and the viewers, because they want to know about, like, how to make money, um, how money affects them, what can they do um, to gain more money, like, money questions. So, that's why, another reason why I decided to dedicate this, um, this month, March, for about money. So, um... I was looking at this article, and I thought it was a very interesting article. And the article was about 20 money states that would blow your blow your mind away. So um, it was asking about bad saving habits. So, Dre, what's your bad saving habit? Well, my bad saving habits is I didn't have really good saving habits when I was younger. Huh. It's probably my biggest bad saving habits. And why was that? Just because I didn't really realize the value of money. But don't you think we ought to back up a little bit to, you've got to have, first off, in order to get a job to save, you've got to have the education behind you. Because the more education, the more money power earning you have. Correct. Because if you don't know how to save your money, and I don't want to say like politically correct save, but if you're not educated in that perspective, you can't save money. You don't even know the value of money. You don't even know... Like what the what the dollar really how powerful the dollar really means, and um, we talked about it um, earlier when we were looking over the notes. Like growing up in America, like so. If you guys don't know right now, Dre is do I say Caucasian? Or <laughs> like I want to 
be like whatever you want to say is fine with me. Just Wait. don't call me late to dinner. Or okay. 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 <laughs> so she is a Caucasian woman, and you guys know I'm a black woman. Fifty year old Caucasian woman. Oh, I didn't say her age. I didn't well, know. That's okay. She, okay. That's where they know where we're coming from. <laughs> okay. And I'm 36, and so that means that we came up in different times, different mm-hmm. era. Um, your household probably was different than my well, different household. Cultures. Different cultures. All those kind mm-hmm. of things. So I wanted to know, how were you born? Like, I mean, not how were you born, but how did you yeah. grow up? Well, I, I guess I can say I was, I was very, we were well off. My parents were both educated. They both had very good jobs. Okay. But I didn't realize I was well off because my dad's favorite word was no. <laughs> okay. So it really wasn't until I got out on my own that I realized, wow. Huh. This is something like, you know, how does all this work? Because nobody really ever taught me the value of money. I learned very hard lessons. Hmm. So you're usually you're telling me, so your dad didn't educate you? No. And see, my parents didn't educate me either. Only thing my parents taught me was to work hard. So I have a really great work ethic, but like saving money is not the best of my forte. I'm getting better as I get older, but just like you, um, I learned a lot of like, you know, like hard lessons. Yeah. Like, you know, lesson number one, don't buy minks in the summertime in Texas. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it really, should you be buying a mink? At all. Right. Like, That's, like why like did the, you need that mink? I, because I, you know what? If someone would have taught me and I had a don't buy that mink, then I probably wouldn't buy But no one taught me, like, Nayeli, you can put that into a savings or you can, mm-hmm. or you can, um, I guess, get stock or something like that. And I didn't learn any of those things. Only thing that I saw was it was a mink. It was expensive. And you wanted it. And I wanted it. And I don't regret it, but I wish I would have put my money towards something else, honestly. It's never too late because I can sell it. Anybody want to buy it? Oh, it's true. <laughs> it's but, never too but late. But I think of the, one of the lessons that I guess I learned from my parents was in the 80s, they just gave out credit cards like candy on campus. Huh. So they didn't ask for income, you know, whatever. So when I'd run them up and had to pay them, I called my dad and said, Dad, I've got these cards. I've got to pay them. And he said, oh, okay, yeah, come on. I'll be glad to help. Okay. And when I got there, he goes, okay, well, where are the cards? And I said, well, here they are. And I handed them to him. And he goes, okay. And he ripped them up. And he goes, all right, we'll get a job and pay them off. (gasps) Oh. So... Yeah, so I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. That's And don't spend what you don't have. So I guess that was my first real lesson in credit cards. That was card. funny. You thought he was going <laughs> to I thought he was going to write me a check. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll pay all that stuff off. Because mainly bar tabs on there anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was kind of my first lesson on money. And then That was really fun. That made me laugh. Like, yeah. And, and I could just see you, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, yeah. like, oh, Well, I was the typical, I got more checks, I still have money, right? (laughs) What? I don't have any money in there. (laughs) Oh, that was a hard lesson. It was a hard lesson, but I got a job and paid it. See, I didn't have those kind of lessons. I was just kind of, I don't know, I became, I would just spend every dime that I got. Like, it was like burning a hole in my pocket. Like, every, because my family owned, so we we own a beer and wine store. Um, in South Dallas called Diamond J's Beer and Wine. And we've been open since I was in the fourth grade. So we're pretty much like almost the first black-owned family in and Dallas. cash checking and everything Yeah, else. Dallas, okay, Dallas yeah. Texas. Yeah. So I've had money ran in and out my hands my mm-hmm. whole life. So, you know, you see people come in, they give you some money, mm-hmm. you know, then they go buy their, they, their beer, their candy or whatever, and then you put the money in the register. But I never saw, like, 
save the money. Only thing I ever saw was the money rotating. Like what I mean by that, like you have the money registered, you go buy more stuff. So for the store, for the, the store, store. Okay, for the yeah. store. Right. So yeah. I never saw like go put this in this account. I think I probably did, but I probably weren't looking at that perspective of it. I was just looking. Well, they at, probably weren't telling you either. No, just not really. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of. I just I saw that, and then I saw all the pretty things that money could buy if you wanted, you know, Gucci, if you wanted mm -hmm. um, Polo, Ralph Lauren. Back in the day, it was Tommy Hilfiger. You could buy those kind of things. So I never thought like, don't buy those things. I'm always I was like, that's what's hip. That's what's hip hop. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what I want. Let's purchase it. Mm -hmm. So and so what I mean by that, that's how growing up in my house and how I looked at it. Like growing up in your house, that's how you looked well, at it. Well, did your parents spend a lot of money? Well, you know what? I guess, yeah. Cause they my did? yeah. Well not a lot. Yeah. They did because my mom always had really nice stuff. Is it yeah, my parents spent money. So she never said, Hey, well, we're gonna put money in the bank. You know what? I don't remember that. You know, you remember what you want to remember. True. You know, so I think that she tried to get me to open up a savings account, and I was like, who wants to put, no, someone holding my money? Oh, no, thanks. And I guess <laughs> that is one thing my dad did say, because when we finally get a job, we always, when you get a check, put 10% away. Right. And I thought, Always. And I was thinking, like, they're stealing my money. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, this is why you put 10%, mm -hmm. that's why I ask, why, why, why? And there's nothing wrong with asking why now. Like, why do I put 10%? How this 10% uh, is going to benefit me? I think if my parents told me more in depth about that, then I think I probably would have saved more because I would have knew the reason why. That's why I'm a big advocate of education. And right. I ask a million and one questions. But I think it's not just your culture, not just my culture, it's all cultures. That's why there's so many number one books on the bestsellers about money and saving money and making money and your credit and this and that. You know? Susie, what's her, Susie, Susie Orman? Orman? Yeah. I'm reading her book now because I got to save me some money. <laughs> so she's, she's a good place to start. Yeah. She's got some really smart ideas huh, I just, about a lot of stuff. I'm a, I'm, She'll tell you not to buy that mink coat, I'll tell you that. I know, it's too late, girl. It's too late, Susie. It's too late. You call on her phone, she'll say, uh-uh. No, Nayada, you are not getting a mink coat. Like, get it. I'm like, now I'll be like, that's cool. Back then, like, no. So I, the question I have for you, Dre, what you got? how do you think money affects you and your identity or do you think it has affected your identity or your identity or who you are today I don't I don't think money really like identifies me I don't I wouldn't say like oh there's Andre she has so much money because you some people it's like that like no it is a lot of people that live in this neighborhood are like that mm -hmm. and then a lot of people don't want to talk to you because you don't have as much money as or you do. don't look a certain type of way or you don't dress away or you yeah. don't have this i try not to um identify with money i don't know i have like a kind of a crazy thing about money so when i was first married my husband and i he did very very well but then we had a child that was sick Okay. So that cost us a lot of money. Right, right. So we went from doing very well to struggling. Okay. And I think from that point, kind of made me different with money because I knew what it was like to be not have a dime. Hmm. Nobody give you a dime. Hmm. And then if I have a parents who have money, they never gave us a dime. So hmm. that was kind of a struggle. Because I think it's different with me being a woman of color, honestly. And I think that money, how money identifies and affects me. Like, if I look a certain way going into a department store, if I don't look up to part, then people don't wait on me. Or, you know, so Oh, I, yeah, that's that. But that's what I went into 
Barney's in New York and we were dressed in like jeans and a t-shirt. They wouldn't wait on us. But they did, you know what? They did Oprah the same way you hear about this story. I'm saying. She was in Switzerland and she wanted to buy a $38,000 bag. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't know who she was. And they know who she was because she didn't have her lashes in a, in a weave working. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have Oprah wig, a, Oprah, a weave. And they would not wait on her. Well, they did wait on her, but they wouldn't give her the $38,000 bag. And they kept trying to sway her towards another bag that was less expensive. That was their excuse. But really because she was a woman of color. And I think that's awful how you have to look a certain way for people to wait on you, you know, to to help you because you don't look like you have money. money. And mm-hmm. I think that's awful. I think that you, if you don't have your Prada shades on and your Rolex watch on and you, you don't have these different state pieces, then people don't. And I, and I can say that because people don't want to help you, but I can say that because I am black and I, and I haven't gotten that before. And it does make you feel some kind of way. Like when I was doing extremely well, I'm kind of like, you know, I can, I can buy a lot of things. I used to shop at Barney's here in Dallas when mm-hmm. Barney's was open. Right. Before they closed Barney's down. And I'm just like, why would someone treat you that way? But you know, after a while, I just got smart and started knowing people who I need to know. Um, need to know. Um, shout out to my boy Jackson that used to work at at Barney's, <laughs> and he would make my life extremely pleasant in Barney's. Yes. So you know, at the end of the day, I just feel like it. It that's how money affects your identity because people identify you if you're not wearing a certain. Yeah, state peace or looking a certain way. But then you have some people that do have a ton of money. That's yeah, and don't let one penny go. But how can? But that's crazy. But they do it. They do it. They do it. They just have all this money, but they just don't want to spend it. And they just they can. They just don't. I mean, people have all these hangups for money when they were younger. Hmm. I never. You know, I I can say that because my father was very frugal. He was? Oh, he was frugal. Oh, my. Like, we used to work at his store. We used to work at the family store. And he would pay us in pennies and dimes. And he would have the cash. And he would pay us in coins. And he would say, well, money is money. Count it out. Well, well, that's probably a good lesson because he's probably going to get you to use your mind and and math skills and stuff. You know what? That's what a mother mother would say. Yeah, I mean, that, that I think, is actually kind of a good lesson. That is awful lesson. (laughs) You make my mind work with some hundreds. (laughs) Put some 20s in there. Make my mind work that way. You know? So, another question. And I, I'm, it's not like a question, but I want us to both kind of think about it. Do you think money has shaped you? Because it has shaped me. I can say that, honestly. Okay, how has it shaped you? Um, It has shaped me to not spend so much money and be cognizant about how I spend my money. Um, From, from growing up, because I grew up poor. You never know you're poor until you get older and see that you're poor. Right. So I, you're in that culture and everybody around you is poor. poor. So it's, right. yeah. So um, but I but I can't. But sometimes I kind of struggle with it because both of my parents worked. We had a it's nanny. Okay. We had a nanny growing up. Does that make you not poor? Like we had to have a nanny because yeah. both of my parents right. worked. When I didn't work, when I worked, I had to have someone help me take care of yeah, my kids. Yeah, you had to take care. Rich. Yeah. yeah, it was like so we were poor, and so it made me like look at the way that I spend very so it, it has it has shaped me like I know what I need now I know what I don't need and I don't and I think I'm becoming the way because actually I'm in school 
getting my MSW, my PhD in social work and counseling. So, so awesome. So you, it makes you when you're helping other clients, you how are you gonna help them if you're not? Yeah, if you're not walking the walk. Yeah, if you're not walking the walk. That's right. So it does make me like. We don't need that. You don't need that. You don't even need that cable, boo boo. You know what I right? But I think I think what what has it shaped me? Like I'm talking to my adult life. Not let's move on from okay, the parents. Okay, fast forward. Um, when we had money, then we lost it, and then my husband has made more money. We made money together. I think about money really differently. Like I'm not gonna buy that. That's a month. That's a semester of my kids' tuition. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy that. That's a week's groceries. Yeah. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I'm not eating in that restaurant. I have started to do that in my forties. I used to not be so worried about money. Now, as I'm in my 40s, I started really getting like, whereas my husband's not worried about money because he knows he can make it again. Right, right, Which right. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go <laughs> counting pennies for gas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't yeah. do that again. Right. He's like, I don't know what you're so freaked out about. I make money, but I'm like, I just don't want to not have any. Because I've been there when we're like, I got five kids to feed and I've got like 20 bucks. Yeah. Okay, what do we eat? Mac and cheese? Yeah. You know? With, with no meat. Right, no yeah. meat. No. Make, everything has to be filling, and that you know that's a that's an awful feeling. You know, I um, being in the transition, I'm transitioning now, and I'm getting I won't say personal, but this is in my personal space. Um, going to school and working, working two three jobs. I work for Lyft and Uber. Like I work really hard to to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. And I have to say, you know what? I don't need to go there. Mm-hmm. I can't go here. We're not going to spend this. I will not spend that. I refuse to spend that. Right. This is going to be my rent. Okay, this is what I have to do. And in that way, going back to how does money change you or define you, it kind of, you, you want to say, yeah, it defines you. But yeah, it does not you know because I think once you come from a place where money identifies you in in that type of way Dre I think it's a little it's, it's humbling but it's scary mm-hmm I think that once you get to a place where you're making money that identifies you and then what if you're making the money then you lose it Oh, I've been there. Oh, I trust what me. I mean, and like, you don't have the job. That really affects your identity. Oh my god! Because suddenly you're at one point, then now you're to something else. My older son just got a very big raise at work, and I said to him, "You put all that in the bank." Congratulations. There's no reason for you to spend that. You're living on this. This just goes in the bank. Right. So you start now. By the time you're 50, you're gonna have a nest egg. So what? So what? What are your? What's your thought about the Social Security? Because you know, in, in 2030, we don't supposed to have Social Security anymore. Supposedly, you know. Well, they say they've always been saying that for the past 10 years, don't depend on Social Security. Do you think you should depend on Social Security? No. Because I don't think you're going to... It depends on your... Okay, Social Security also goes by your earning power. Okay. So if you've made a lot of money, you're going to get okay Social Security. But if you've made 50, 60, 70,000 a year, you're not getting that much Social Security. You're going to get about four or 500 a month. You realize that? It's not like you're going to get 2,000. It's nothing. I mean, the, the whole system, you know, all those systems are just made to, I don't know who was thinking about those systems, but they're not very well thought out. I don't think so either. We're all just losing. I mean, that all goes into the people coming over the border and they're using all our stuff for it. I mean, that's what people don't understand about all that. It all affects all that. Now, what does affect us with the people going over the border, and this is, is the ones using all the fake social security numbers. Okay. They're never going to get that money back. 
no, no. So no. that's just plus money in our stuff. But of course, they're using fake social security Correct. numbers. But still. Correct. The government's just collecting that money. Huh. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. And so with that being said, with about social security, I think that everybody should have an emergency fund. Yeah, you should have at least six months. It says six months. But yeah. think about six months. You need a true six months. You need- your rent... Your health insurance, your groceries, your lights, your everything. Your everything, yeah. Um, right now, I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to work on like three months. <laughs> I'm just going, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm taking it a day at a time right now. But um, you're only 36, so that's okay. I don't think it's and okay. And you really don't have, well, you're not feeding anybody but yourself. It, no, it's not oh, okay. Hold on, you need, hold on. Am I, am I pulling? Yeah, with well, that big dog eats a lot. Jeez. <laughs> And you buy, but you buy him that fancy food too. No, I don't. I, <laughs> science diet. That's, that's fancy. That's, it's not Purina. Oh, I think that tears his stomach up. <laughs> I think he's gonna like that. But I just, I want to be able to prepare for a year. Like that's my goal. Like I think to, that's a great goal, and I think you should write it down and start doing it. Work that goal. And I am every little penny that I get, every little dime, everything that I get, I just save save i'm turning to my father well that, i think that's great that, he's probably doing okay now though isn't he um he's, he's not worried. he's in heaven oh he passed away yeah oh my gosh so young. Big. no at, at 56 yeah 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 that's young my mom passed away at 63 that's young that's, yeah she lived hard though was your dad drinking that stuff he was selling and hey 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 now <laughs> hey hey miller wants it there are two or three ain't gonna hurt nobody <laughs> He had a cup of Miller, a Miller on the right hand and left one. Oh, yeah, yeah, my mom's drinking vodka sodas all damn day. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. You know what? That don't sound too bad. No, I know. But yeah. It's, I'm it's, just, <laughs> yeah, because it's usually I have a little drink, and today I don't have a drink, but next time we probably talk, I'll probably have a mosa. Mosa? <laughs> yes. I'll bring the juice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. High five right there. <laughs> well... I wanna this you know what this topic was like I needed this. This is this is my motive this is my motivation, like, you know, continue to talk about like money and how we're gonna save and it doesn't matter, you know, how old you get. You're never too young. No, to but save. if you if you don't start saving at twenty five, twenty six, you start saving at forty five, you gotta save at a sixty percent rate. I mean, I was reading about that. Yeah, that's a lot. I was reading about that. It's like it's like you can't have a life. Mm mm. Like you can't have any fun, you can't do because then, but then okay, this is all fun and great, and let's get all serious. But then you have the people that say, "Well, I'm just gonna live like I'm gonna live, and let's see what happens." That's Which true. Is, that's but it's not a good way to live, and you shouldn't do that. You I don't, really should. I can understand why people do that, and you are right. It is not a great um, way to live, you know. But I, it's, I think it's justifiable. You know, I'm not. I don't. And I'm saying this and I do social work and when I understand it's not the right way, but I think it's justifiable because the way that we live in society, you never know when you are going to make it another to the next day. And then if you pass away, you can't take your money with you. No, you can't, but you got it. What if you live to 110? It's all these what ifs now, you mean? There's a lot of what ifs. Okay, well, that's enough with all the ifs, buts here and there. We're going to make change. We're going to start now. And that's what this month is going to be about. We're going to show people. We're going to have some guests. They're going to teach us. Even me, I need to learn stuff. I, I and how to too. save and how we're going to do it. And what's the best process. So I'm we can my, all have a lot of money in our bank. I'm going to have a pen and paper. We're going to. We're going to get some. <laughs> this whole month of 
March. Everybody needs to listen because we're going to have some really good things to say. Yeah, a, a lot of things to teach you. We want to we want to encourage the listeners that this is a process and saving money is a process and it takes time. So it doesn't happen overnight and that you keep listening to the help show and we're going to continue to keep you to um, teach you how to save and we're going to have the professionals here mm-hmm. to go step by step from people that have a lot of money, from those that don't have a lot of money. But small changes are big rewards. Most definitely. And that's definitely. what we need to start. Small baby steps. I like that. I've mm-hmm. got small baby steps. For more information, visit our website at thehelpshow.com. Thanks for listening and please stay tuned.